And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. I think Earl Liberty was the one that told me about this because Earl Liberty and Chuck Biscuits, whenever the Circle Jerks were on tour, when they were members of the Circle Jerks, they would room together. And I guess it was Earl Liberty who told us the story of how Chuck Biscuits was on tour with Black Flag and the van they were in was pulling a trailer with all of their equipment. And apparently it was late at night, and whoever was driving wasn't really paying attention to, like, pulling a trailer, just driving along the road. Apparently they'd already played, and Chuck was the very last guy in the van, so he was able to look out the back window, and Chuck watched the trailer come unhinged and roll off the side of the road as the van was continuing down the road and didn't say anything. He just laid back there and I guess it was like, oh, well, you know, we'll go go to a truck stop and everybody will figure it out and then somehow we'll drive back slowly looking for it on the side of the road. Hey, Chris. Hello. Hey, Chris. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe. What's up? Hey, uh, sorry to bother you. What yeah, you <laughs> just trying to watch the election results come in here. 
Yeah, sorry, I called you like six times today. Um, I just wanted to try to organize this next episode for this week with Dale Crover. It's a rerun, which will be cool because it's my favorite episode. I wanted to kind of discuss the structure because I want to put that Keith Morris story at the top. Mm -hmm. And then I want to put the Red E ad in, the coffee company down in Portland. How, what's that ad? What, oh, well, I did how, send it to you. I don't. I, he didn't respond. I but, didn't, no, I didn't get a um, So, Ready is a coffee. It's a cafe and roaster down in Portland, Oregon. I used to live really close to it. I went there every single day. Hung out with Mindy and Keith. They make the best coffee. But now that I don't live there anymore, I can't go there. Obviously, but. I can order online, so I order their coffee online. And you drink that stuff? Yeah, I love it, man. It's really good. Their, Keith is a master roaster. I don't know if he's a master roaster, but he's a master roaster as far as I'm concerned. Can you share the coffee with me or no? Yeah, well, um, all people really need to know is that they can go to theredecafe.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-D-E. C-A-F-E, and order a bag of coffee or tea. They also have gift cards. Um, it's always nice to buy a gift card for your pal, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mom. Anyways, that's the coffee. How's it? Yeah, fine. Good. Yeah. You sound um, annoyed. I'm uh, pretty just, cool. Uh, yeah. I okay, know. well. Just trying to get the show done. I mean, you. Yeah, it's just you're fifty percent of this. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to do my part of it. And I, again, sorry, I maybe call you with too many ideas or something. But no, it's fine. Just a lot of a lot of calls to field. It is. Okay. Well, I'll record the copy, and then um, if that's cool with you, and then also another, I want to talk to you about another thing. I'm hoping to get the lead singer of the Foo Fighters on the show. Hopefully I can call Dave Grohl, but we'll see how that goes. Are you there? Hello? Hope you enjoyed that quick story from Keith Morris of the Circle Jerks, Black Flag, and of course, Off. This week on Tour Stories, we're replaying my favorite episode with Dale Crover of the Melvins where he gets pulled over on a Texas highway and accused of drug dealing and gun smuggling. From Ruinous Media, this is Tour Stories. I would imagine uh, how every story should start should be, well, we were on tour and we were driving through the middle of nowhere in Texas, I think maybe someplace outside of Vider. You know Vider, Texas? Don't stop there. I think the KKK is from Vider. So this time, we're driving on our way to a gig, and I'm kind of sleeping in the back, and all of a sudden, uh, we're getting pulled over. No big deal. Like, we've been pulled over a billion times on tour, right? You know, some cops giving you a hard time for being in a band. Certainly, we've had those kind of hassles a bunch of times, but usually everything's fine. We don't break the law. You know, there's no reason why we, we would be getting in trouble. So we get pulled over in the middle of nowhere, right? 
and the cop comes up on the right-hand side of the vehicle, and he's like this big southern cop. He's got the big giant hat. He's got the glasses on. He's this huge dude. He looks like Buford T. Justice, you know. He comes up and he goes, Driver, you know, you're going a little bit fast. Why don't you get out of the car and let me talk to you into the back of the vehicle. And so Cody is the guy driving. And so he goes into the back. And he's talking to him for a second. And then all of a sudden he comes back up on the passenger side to where our road manager is sitting. And our road manager has got super long hair and a long beard, and he looks like a biker. You know, he's not Mr. Charlie Church or anything like that. You know, he's a greasy-looking rock and roll biker dude. And he comes up to the window. The cop comes up to the window, and then he looks down on the ground, and he picks up a baggie. And he's like, well, what's this? And our road manager's like, I don't know. That's not mine. He's like, oh, it's not yours, huh? Well, you know. At least you could have chucked it a little farther so I wouldn't find this. And he's like, it's not mine. He's like, oh, you don't smoke marijuana. You guys are in a band, right? You don't smoke marijuana? No, no. Well, what do you smoke then? Meth? No, no, no. <laughs> now I'm starting to get nervous. None of us threw that baggie outside. And we got pulled over... Pretty much in like the middle of nowhere, vacant gas station, nothing around there, bunch of trash on the side of the road. So it's like, could have been anybody's bag, you know? But it's right there, and we're right there, uh, it looks awful bad for us. And so he's like, all right, let me see who we got in this vehicle. And he opens up the side door, and he's getting everybody's ID. And, you know, of course, in that kind of situation, you're going to be a little bit nervous. I handed him my ID, and he's like, well, what are you shaking for? And I'm like, well, you just pulled this over and found a bag of pot that's not ours. He's like, oh, well, are you the ringleader for everybody here? Are you the guy I should talk to? No, no, no. Just saying. All right, everybody get out of the car. So he gets us all out of the car, puts us up to the front of the vehicle. And then all of a sudden, another cop car pulls up. And uh, so the guy that pulled us over... He's more of a highway patrol guy, and these guys are some other cops. And he goes over and talks to these guys. He's like, okay, these guys are going to watch you while I search your vehicle. Oh, okay. So he goes into the vehicle and starts taking bags out. He's like, whose bag is this? And, uh, he was maybe like Toshi. He's like, oh, that's mine. He's like, okay. Looks at it, puts it back. Then he grabs my bag. Whose bag is this? I'm like, that's mine. He's like, all right, you, come here. Points to me. I'm like, what the hell would he have found in my bag? I've got nothing. <laughs> you know, nothing at all that would be any kind of trouble. I walk back to the back of the van, and I see my backpack sitting there on the top of his hood. I see something sticking out of it. I'm like, that doesn't look right. You know, I don't know what the hell that is. He's like, all right, you put your hands behind your back. And he cuffs me. He reads me my rights. I'm like, okay. And he goes over. And he goes into my bag, and he's like, son, you've got firearms. And he pulls out a 9 millimeter pistol and lays it on the hood. I'm like, what the fuck? That's a felony here in Texas. Ooh, what do we got here? We've got some scales. He pulls out some electronic scales. I'm like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, and, and Lordy, look at what we have here. And he pulls out 
the biggest cartoon bag of cocaine I've ever seen in my life. Okay, you know, my mind is just spinning going like, well, what the, what the fuck's going on? Why is this guy playing that stuff in my bag? And why is he doing this? This really happens? You know, like I'm in Texas and you always hear stories about the dreaded southern sheriff's going to come get you. And this huge, scary-looking cop has just planted a bunch of stuff in my bag. And he's like, so what do you have to say about this? I'm like, I think I would like to get a lawyer. Oh, really? After all this, you want a lawyer? You sure? Yes. Uh, can I have a lawyer, please? Oh. Well, you sure you don't want me to get narcotics down here? Look, this is a lot of cocaine. Looks like you got intent to sell right here. And you got firearms? You're in a lot of trouble, boy. Fuck, I'm in Texas. I'm going to probably be going to Huntsville Prison. And, well, besides that, my wife is pregnant and at home with our daughter. You know, just thinking all that, you know. I'm missing the gig tonight. <laughs> this is going to fuck up, and I'm going to be ruined. So he puts me in the car and puts the camera on me and he's like, is there anything you want to say at all? No, sir. I would just like a lawyer, please. Oh, well, could I talk to my friend up front there? Which one? Um, the guy with the long hair? Well, I, I'm taking him to jail too because he's the one that threw that pot out the window. Okay, well, is it okay? Well, I, I guess so. And so he goes and gets their road manager, and he comes walking up. He sees all this stuff spread out on the hood of the car, and he looks in the window, and I'm like, you see what's going on here, man? He planted all that stuff in my bag. He's trying to frame me. Don't let him search your bags without watching him. And he's like, whoa, okay. He goes to the cop, and he's like, uh, sir, um, uh, I've known this guy for a long time he's a friend of mine and um i have reason to believe that this stuff isn't his oh yeah well whose is it then and by the way who is this guy well he's uh dale crover he's a drummer he plays in the band so you guys are on your way to a gig then huh yeah well i haven't even searched the rest of the van yet and i found that marijuana on you he's like well, sir, that's not mine, and, you know, I do have reason to believe that this isn't his either. Oh, is that right? Then he gets me out of the car, and I'm like, okay, well, he's still saying he's going to take me to prison, but he's getting me out of the car. What's the name of your band? Uh, Melvin's? <laughs> I've never even heard of you guys before. Well, you guys have a show tonight? Like, yeah. Well, I guess that's canceled. This is going to be on CNN, just like when we busted Snoop Dogg. Busted his whole bus full of marijuana. You guys are going to be famous now. Well, like one of my good friends told me, Adam Jones from Tool, he said you guys are all punk. The whole thing was masterminded, and the police officer is actually a big music fan, friends of the tool guys and whatnot. He saw that we had to drive right through where he works, and he called up. He's like, hey, I want to pull this joke and bust one of your guys. 
And guess who got elected to be busted without knowing it? Yep, that was me. It was a very uh, elaborate joke, but I must say, revenge is a dish served best cold. Thanks to Dale and Keith for the stories. Go to ruinousmedia.com to hear more stories from the road. And check out our companion episode, The Check-In. All at ruinousmedia.com slash to a story.